0: Clients want to go back somewhere that does good work and has good customer service. And oftentimes that customer service will bring someone back before your skill set does. It's very, very true. Definitely in my experience, I've seen that time and time and time and time and time again. So what I like to do, simple things, is follow up with my clients two to three days after they're set. Make sure they're happy with their lashes, see if they're happy with their set, see if they're still cleaning them or are they having any difficulties with that, answering any questions they may have and, you know, just providing that extra level of care. You're listening to Untamed, a podcast dedicated to empowering you, the lash artist, while providing insights on how to achieve success that is as individual and unique as you are. Each episode, me, Cheryl, and me, Anne-Marie, share our best information openly, without reservation. We discuss challenges, best practices, and what the future holds for the Lash industry. So grab a snack and your comfiest sweater and get ready to geek out with your new Lash BFFs. Oh, and don't forget to subscribe! Hi Lash friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Untamed Podcast. Anne-Marie here, and today I want to share with you four tips that help me build a beautiful clientele. Now, these are tips that I recommend artists do from the very beginning. So I mean, as you are just starting, you're starting to take those 10 clients, these are things you should have in place, in my opinion, or that I highly encourage that I think will help you get set up for success. So whether you're working for someone or you're going out solo as a lash artist, these tips will likely apply to you. Now, if you're listening to this episode and you've been lashing for a while, I would still stay tuned because some of these things might be things that you didn't consider doing in your business or may help you take your business to the next level. They're really core fundamental things that I can't stress enough, I feel are so important. So a little bit about me and my experience in salons. I started in the lash industry in 2012, but before that, I would say I officially started in the beauty industry in 2007. I started as a receptionist at the front desk of a salon and then quickly moved into management from there. Then I went and I did special effects and beauty makeup, which is so much fun. I enjoyed that a ton. And then from there, I got into the lash industry. And here I am. <laughs> so fast forward, I got into the lash industry, working more behind the scenes of the industry and in product development, creating educational courses, teaching, all of those different areas. And I learned lashes as well, of course, because it was complementary to what I was doing. Fell in love with that part of it. And then eventually I thought to myself, like, I want to have my own clientele. That connection you have to people, I think, is so powerful. And there's something about just lashing that just, it's almost like therapeutic to me. So I want to make sure I set up my business in a way that I'm not having a lot of issues. I'm not having those clients that are causing me a ton of stress. You know, like there are always going to be little hiccups or complaints along the way, but... I wanted to enjoy what I was doing for work. I find lashing again to be therapeutic. I really enjoy that time. I really enjoy getting to know different people and seeing where they're at in their life and hearing about their journey. Because to me, there's so many cool things to experience in this life. And our time is so limited. So hearing other people's experiences just really warms my heart. So... Get to hear about people's experiences, therapeutic for me. I'm feeling good mentally when I'm lashing, typically. It's a good time for me to just clear my mind. And then also, you know, I get to make pretty good money lashing, right? Like, we all probably got into this knowing that it's something we're passionate about and knowing that we can actually make money off of it. Like, what a great combination. And icing on top or the cherry, you know, you're eating those cherries, (laughs) like the. Icing and cherry on top for me is really the fact that my clients feel their best with their eyelash extensions. I mean, they really, really do. And it's something I don't think everyone can relate to. But when you hear it from a client and they say that those lashes have transformed their lives and they sit there and they're almost in tears over it, and sometimes they are in tears, that is a moment that just fills your soul. Kind of reminds you, like, this is why I want to do this. I love that something as simple. As lashes can transform someone's whole outlook or their day. So with that said, I think again, everyone gets in this industry for that type of similar reason. Maybe parts of this resonate with you, maybe other parts you're thinking of what your why is. What is your why for wanting to do lashes? Of course, there's always a deeper why as to like why we're wanting to make money and we're going really far into that, but let's think of the why for your business. The part of what keeps you liking what you're doing. And if you get down to your why and it really is just financial, it's fine too. But I promise you, if you go into this industry only looking to have financial stability, you will either have two things happen. One, you're going to burn out because, yeah, the money can be good. But if you don't have that genuine like for people or connection to people and everything that we do in this industry, it's probably going to wear on you because it's just not aligned for you. And that's completely fine. Or two, you're going to realize that this industry has so much more power and beauty in it than you even imagined. It's so much more than just finances. Now, of course, I think that financial stability is important and something that's really, really nice that the industry had brought me, but it can be hard. So let me share some of these tips with you because it's very easy to overspend. So my first tip for you is be careful not to overspend. There are a ton, a ton of good glasses in this industry. And we all want to learn more and grow, but kind of think about how you're pricing your services and making sure you're pricing in a way that you're covering all your expenses, able to pay yourself, but also able to set some money aside for continuing education. I would also say be careful on overspending with just buying and trying a million different products. That's fun though. That's where the artist in me comes out and I'm like, I want to try all the fun things. But even though I say that and I've tried a bunch of fun things, I always used the same consistent products on my clients. that makes sense? So for me, trying all the other stuff was fun and it really made the artist in me like happy. But when it came to what I was offering to my clients, I knew exactly what my clients were wanting and I was making sure I was accommodating that. So when they come in, I'm not just constantly changing things up on them. And if you build the clientele, like I said, who wants red lashes, blue lashes, they're always wanting to try something new, that's great. But what can happen... And I'm sure a lot of you listening can relate is you have a lot of inventory that's just taking up space that you will never, ever use. And that's part of the learning experience too, is finding what you like and also what your clients like. So again, spend within reason. My other tip within the spending is creating a cute space that is affordable to you. Some people will recommend that in the beginning, one of the big investments you need is a good quality bed. Now, I will admit I started with a massage table with just some padding from Walmart on it. So the bed was $100 at the time. The padding was maybe less than $100 as well. So $200 investment. And of course, I did put like the waterproof cover over it so that I can sanitize it. And then I did go into sheets initially. I did the full thing. I did the sheets that the clients laid in and I did the blanket and switch that out between every single client. So a little bit more expense there, but still pretty reasonable. Whereas some of these height adjustable beds, they can run hundreds and hundreds up to thousands of dollars. I think you can start where you're at and still provide a great comfortable service for the client. So even now, all these years later, I still have a bed that was actually gifted to me from a client. If I didn't have that bed, I would have still had my under dollar massage table. And that's probably like wild to admit. Now, I did try to find one that had good stability. You want to make sure it's wide enough, sturdy enough for your client. Good padding, a bolster, and depending what pillow you prefer, something kind of comfy for the client's head. Pretty minimal investment and the client will be comfortable. (laughs) The compliments I get on my setup, even from the very, very beginning, always made me laugh. (laughs) as I thought to myself, wow, if only they knew how simple this bed was that I put together. And sometimes I tell them and they were always so surprised. They're like, really? There's no way. So you don't have to overspend is my point. Let's see. Knowing that you can add decor to your space ongoing. Huh. (laughs) guys I am I am bad at this sometimes I want to get my spot finished put together but when it came to my studio I knew kind of had an idea of what I wanted to do for the space for the application room and I would do it and I would sometimes have to put placeholder things on there so it's like oh I'd really like to have this piece of artwork or I want to have that or I want to have this chair you know whatever it is but start with something that's reasonable and know that you can replace it. With replacing, one of those tips I will give you in the beginning and those listening who've been lashing for a while is making sure that you're replacing worn out items. This is things like the client chair. You know, Over time, that might get stained. Of course, keep it clean, but eventually it really might need replaced or it just might need like a whole fresh look. Maybe it needs like a fresh stain. Maybe it needs reupholstered, all those different things, but Keeping the items in your space fresh is important. So the chair, blankets, towels. We all know the towels. <laughs> when they start to become really, really grungy looking, the bleach is not helping it anymore. Might be time to donate those to maybe like a local animal shelter and then replace with some fresh towels. Anything that's expired, make sure you're going through and replacing that as well. That's going to show you what you're really just not using. This is also important for inventory that you retail. You don't want to have inventory on your shelf that's really, really old that you're still trying to sell to clients. So recognize when you purchased it, know how good or how long it's good for, and then make sure that you're turning over that product as you need to. All right. So next up is, what do I want to get into next? Customer service. So customer service is something that obviously is important. Clients want to go back somewhere that does good work and has good customer service. And oftentimes, that customer service will bring someone back before your skill set does. It's very, very true. Definitely in my experience, I've seen that time and time and time and time and time again. So, what I like to do, simple things, is follow up with my clients two to three days after they're set. Make sure they're happy with their lashes, see if they're happy with their set, see if they're still cleaning them or are they having any difficulties with that, answering any questions they may have and, you know, just providing that extra level of care. Of course, when the client leaves, I want to try to get them to pre-book, but if not, I keep a list or you can run a report, we'll get to that in a minute, to see who has not pre-booked and I like to follow up with them. So it's like, hi, you know, it's been about two weeks since your last appointment. I do have some openings left this week if you wanted to go ahead and get your maintenance in. And if a client is not returning to you knowing why they're not coming back, of course, we respect our client's privacy, but knowing why they're not coming back also helps you improve your business. So number two, good customer service. This will tie into what I'm going into next, which is having a website and using a professional system for booking checkouts. So. When you have a website, it just shows right away to a lot of clients who are looking at you that you take your business very seriously, especially if you have it listed on Google too. It really tells them that you're holding your own in your spot. Now, if you're working for someone, they will likely have that professional website. But what you could do is still have a professional Instagram page. What I mean by that is still... Supporting that business you're working for, showing what's going on at that studio, posting your work, telling a little bit about you, and probably linking in that Instagram to the business website for booking. But if you're solo, that website is really just a good level of care. It can answer a lot of the customer's questions right there. And a lot of times, customers want time to just look around and figure out what's happening. They want to know what you look like. What's the space like? What are reviews? What is the pricing? And just really seeing if they're going to feel comfortable to come into the spot for a service where they're laying down for hours with their eyes closed. So giving them a spot that has a lot of info, shows that you're a professional, you take your job seriously, they know they're going to get good care from you. Now, a website doesn't have to cost a ton of money when you're just starting out. You could even utilize like free websites or websites that it's going to cost you maybe $7 a month. There are good options out there. With the professional system for booking and checkouts, that could be something like your Vigaro. Now, that starts at $25 a month, and I think that's pretty reasonable for everything that it does. It does also have like a website feature. So there you go. You know, you can have your professional booking software with your website kind of in one. For me, I had my own website and then I linked to booking. So up in the header of my menu or yeah, the header menu of my website, you would see my logo and then you would see the book now button right there. So no matter where they navigated to on my page, as they're scrolling, wherever they're on my page, when they're convinced they want to see me. They can click book now right away. And we've talked about this before. Not everybody wants to offer online booking for a variety of reasons, but you can have it set up too, where they can request an appointment. So instead of book now, maybe it says request an appointment. And then that way you get that insight of who's curious and interested, and you can reach out to them and get that appointment scheduled. The reason that these things are so important is because of the customer's perception of the business. They see you as a professional, and it also helps you hold yourself accountable and hold your clients accountable. So on your website, by having a professional booking system, you can have your policies on there. You can do your credit card capture. Everything is in one spot. I absolutely love that. And with your booking system, you can also track your inventory in there. You can run reports... So like the one that I talked about before with pre-booking, you can run a report on that, see who's not coming back. You could even auto-generate different marketing emails to go out like, hi, I haven't seen you in a while. Time to get on the book. So, so far, we've talked about creating a cute space without overspending and just overspending in general. Good customer service, having a website and using a professional system for booking and checkouts. And the last one that I'm going to leave you guys with today is getting creative with your promotions is something really important in the beginning. Now, if something's not working right away, you have to recognize, did you give it enough time or was it just not a good idea for your market? So don't constantly be trying a variety of different promotions every single week. I like to run a promotion for a set number of like time and then I might not do one for a while. Or I'm just trying to test and see what's working, but you don't necessarily want your page to look like it's always on sale unless you do. That might be part of your strategic plan and you know that's completely okay. But what I found in my experience with working with a lot of salons is that one promotion is good. So let me tell you some of the things that I got creative with. For example, with my referrals, I got creative there. I did $50 cash for every new client referred. This number might vary. Maybe it's $25 or $15 for you. You know, See what the threshold is because people like Money, (laughs) right? They like cash. So if you tell them that you are going to pay them cash, they are very likely to refer people to you if they're happy with your service. Now, you might think, wow, I can't afford to always do that. But guess what? After you get about 40 loyal clients and they're coming back, let's say every two weeks, might need to be more clients than that if you're rescheduling them every three to four weeks. But you have clients coming back constantly. You're not going to have time for new sets or new clients. So you can absolutely afford to do that because your book will fill up and you're making good money that you would be able to. Does that make sense? So I consider that with the referral being creative in that way, I'm making sure that my sets are priced where I can afford to do that. So if your set is, your new set is priced at $125, you know, maybe depending on your cost, you might be able to do $10 cash or even like 20 if you really want to just go for it. And then if your sets are priced, let's say at like 300 you may be able to offer something different, but maybe not. It all depends on your entire expense. So I talked about this in a different podcast and I opened up that I know people who charged a lot less than me, who made more money than me because my overhead is so high. So all of that needs to be considered when you are doing promotions and referrals. I love to give back to people for referrals though. So you know what? I just, I have to, it's just who I am. Now, another way to get creative here is with your full set. Sometimes you might think it's kind of hard to get clients to come back. They come in for that first full set and I never see them again. One thing I did that was recommended to me from my trainer way back in 2012, guys, was to do a full set with the refill group together. The reason I think that this is so good is because it means that the client will come back you just let them know that you're running a promotion where you get that refill for free when you buy the full set. So they don't want that refill. You just say, it's complimentary, like just throwing it in there. So you're not discounting it. If they say, oh no, I only want to come one time for the full set because you're charging your actual full set fee. What you're doing is throwing in that refill as a bonus for free. Most of the time, I think it's almost everyone I really, really believe if I run my reports, there's not many people who didn't take advantage of that free refill appointment. The reason this is cool is because they're coming back for that free refill. That gives you an opportunity to fix anything that they did not like last time. Because sometimes a client may come in once and never again, and they're too shy to really tell you why. And the why could be just they weren't dark enough, or they were too curly, or they were too long, or they were too short. Like Those are all things that we think right away. Oh, that's easy. I can fix that. I'm just adjusting the density of what I'm applying if their natural lashes can support it, right? Or changing the curl, adding a little extra length, or camouflaging this gap better, making it swoosh more. That gives us an opportunity to build that relationship with that customer. It gives us the opportunity to really show them that we're there to make sure they're happy with their application. And I have seen firsthand that that will change everything. So if you're listening and you think, oh, I just really can't keep people after that first appointment, try this. Try this for a couple months. And if there's anyone who recently got a new set with you, maybe call them and say, Hey, like I see that you haven't pre-booked. Just want to check in with you and offer you a 50% off to come get the lashes refilled. And if there's any design adjustments, I can definitely make that for you. Pretty cool. Now, one last piece of advice with the full set and first refill included, complimentary, is have a redemption guide. Say that they need to come in within 17 days to redeem that free refill. You could even do that. They have to pre-book that free refill before they leave in order to receive it. A lot of options for you there. So guys, this is a shorter episode for us, but I hope it helps just four tips that you can keep in mind as you're setting up, getting started and will help you cultivate a beautiful client and eliminate headaches in your business by setting yourself up right from the start. I hope this helps. That's all for this episode of Untamed. Thank you so much for joining us today. You can see the show notes and all of the resources mentioned in today's episode at untamedartistry.com. Don't forget to subscribe. And remember, as your study buddy, we are always here for you. Don't hesitate to send us a DM at untamed.artistry.